Welcome to The Corporate Coven, a podcast that explores the intersection of mysticism and the modern workplace. On this show, we discuss how to bring your spiritual craft and practice into the workplace. We'll talk to people who have found ways to include ritual and spirituality into their everyday work and hear from experts on the topics of how to stay spiritually connected while managing the demands of the modern workplace. Our host, Jessica, is a certified career counselor, HR outlaw, and vocational astrologer. If you've ever wondered how to bring your spiritual practice into the workplace, this podcast is for you. Join us as we radically transform workplaces to be a little more magical. Have you ever wanted to downsize your life, get rid of a lot of unnecessary clutter, pack up everything most important to you, and move across seas and just start over somewhere entirely new? Well, in this episode, I get to talk with Paige Mitchell from Paige Mitchell Coaching, where she did exactly just that. What's up, witches? Welcome back to another episode of the Corporate Coven podcast. And I'm so excited to be featuring Paige on today's episode. I met Paige, and I think she and I actually talked about it in the episode, but I met Paige back in 2020 when a handful of career coaches kind of came out of the woodworks and started our own online businesses. And Paige was someone who was a real force to be reckoned with in that industry. And she brought a lot of us together and kind of became the connection and the glue for a lot of us online coaches and created an online virtual like coaching summit for people. And it was incredible. Paige is such a powerhouse. And this is why I've titled the episode as I did. Um, we talk a lot about what it means to be a badass and how to embody and incorporate some of this in your life. And Paige and I recorded this episode before her big move to the UK. And by the time this is being released, she has officially landed down across seas and really excited for her. And I'm super excited for you to hear from Paige what her experience has been. So many of us have these desires and these fantasies of doing the big things and making bold moves. But not everyone feels empowered to do so. Not everyone has the courage to move forward with that. And so I love hearing from Paige. I love talking about the process and I love the wisdom that she shares. Paige has a coaching practice. She has a podcast. She's featured a ton of other really awesome career coaches that I know and that I love. And so I would absolutely recommend you checking out her work if you're looking to work with someone that has a ton of expertise and experience and really can bring out the best in you. So I let Paige introduce herself in the conversation, but let me go ahead and share a little bit from Paige's bio with you all. Paige is a board-certified life coach, motivational speaker, and mental health advocate who helps badass humans craft a lifestyle that supports their values. She helps goal-getters reach their most ambitious dreams so they can live a fulfilling life and make a difference in their own unique way. Paige's mission is to challenge her clients to assess all areas of their life so they feel more aligned to become the best versions of themselves. Paige uses a holistic approach to challenge your growth mindset, your self-talk narrative, and limiting beliefs. She earned her master's degree in counseling and has over 12 years of experience in the mental health field. 
Her strong background in clinical psychology over the years has helped her make the switch from therapist to coach as she implements strategies that help people become more accountable to start taking action now, no matter how small. Paige is also the host of Paige's Lessons podcast, which is where each episode is packed with her best advice on mental health awareness, self-care practices, and life transitions. Y'all, this bio, as incredible as it makes her sound, I swear does not do her justice. I'm so excited for you to get into the episode and hear directly from Paige herself. And again, like she is across the seas over on the UK. And so I would encourage you to connect with her on Instagram as well. I put her links in the show notes and go and send her some love, send her some, some well wishes. And if you are familiar in that area, send her some like activity recommendations, send her some food recommendations. She's over there exploring and having this incredible adventure. And I'm so excited for her and so excited to release this episode uh, for you all to listen to. So without further ado, we'll get into the episode with Paige. All right. Hello, Paige. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much, Jessica, for having me. Yeah. You and I talk so often that it's fun to like formally have you on the podcast and getting to share you in a bigger way with the corporate coven. One thing that I was really excited about when you and I first connected, and my listeners will know this, that I have a preference for credentials, for formal education, and you and I kind of share a little bit of that history Um, We both graduated with a master's in counseling, though for me, I transitioned quickly out of it, but you stayed in mental health and clinical psychology for some time. Do you Mm -hmm. want to talk a little bit about like, how did you, how did you get into that? Like why study people in the mind and what also pulled you into the coaching industry? Yeah, that's a great question. So I started with therapy thinking that's the only career path. Um, because I was so naturally good at it. I was the go-to friend that everyone came for advice and wisdom my whole life. So I was like, hmm, what is a natural career path? Oh, psychology, amazing. So since I was like 17 years old and took my first psychology course, that's when I was like, all right, we're doing this, like full fucking send. Sorry, yeah. I'm cussing if that's okay. I do too. <laughs> okay, great. Um, And yeah, so, on, you know, as just this, young Capricorn, very career focused and driven by ambition. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought therapy is kind of the best of both worlds where I can give advice or, you know, at the time that's what, you know, I thought it was right. Just giving advice, but I, I've always been a curious person since I was a kid. So studying relationships, especially Mm -hmm. of why are people in the relationships they're in and that could also mean work relationships just like why are people accepting what society has laid out to us I've always just like challenged that so um, when I learned when I got my bachelor's in psychology and then you learned from a systemic point of view oh you need your master's to actually succeed Uh I was like all right I guess we're we're doing this. So just kept going straight into counseling. And I got uh, my master's in couples and family therapy. Mm-hmm. And as a divorced child, that was always something on the mind of, I want to help other children and teenagers and just family therapy so they can have a voice. Yeah. And so I did that for a while. And then all during the time in grad school, I worked with eating disorders and substance abuse. So I was in that career path 
for a while, which was like straight up like, all right, here's the heavy, intense trauma population. Like, let's fucking go. But because of that, I was so burnt out so quickly, so early on. Um, So I just felt like I like grew the fuck up very quickly and was like, all right, we're tired. So it wasn't until I graduated with my master's that I decided I don't want to do this anymore. Um, It's not sustainable for my mental health. And so I looked into coaching and I learned and I went through an accredited program, ICF accredited, and I learned the difference between coaching and counseling. And I really thought, oh my God, like I'm already a coach in general, like as a human, like that's my personality. That's how I talk. That's how I listen. I ask millions of questions. Mm-hmm. So coaching just made sense. And then this was also during the pandemic. So I was like, all right, we're all stuck at home. I'm going to start my own business. I want to work with clients. I want to work with not ones that are just mandated and don't really want to show up. I want to coach people that give a shit about their own journey and their own mental health. So let's do this. And so I felt really supported having that credential and counseling background and being able to assess "Mm, this client's probably more counselor related, I'll refer out um, rather than coaching. So anyway, long story short, I think coaching found me because there was also a lot of backlash in my, um, among my professors and peers that coaching's bullshit. So also having to prove myself and then later figuring out, fuck all of you, I don't have to prove myself, but it kind of is already like, it is what it is. So, you know, I've actually noticed that folks with Aries placements, because you and I both share an Aries moon, folks with Aries placements do tend to be natural coaches. Ooh. The idea of, um, and actually I got this from Christopher Renstrom. He's an astrologer that I love to learn from and I have his books and I, I recommend him to everyone, but he's originally where I heard this is that Aries is a natural coach because it's about the idea of like, just try it, just go forward, just And it's about improvement, but it's about self-improvement and Aries can be competitive, but they're really always more competitive with themselves. Yes. More so than with other people. I mean, they can compete with others, of course, but I have found that like, similarly, I have felt like I just always was naturally coaching people. Yes. And you could associate, you know, like nature, nurture, the chart, is it what you were exposed to, whatever that is, but it's something that we feel comes very naturally of like, well, it's not that I know better than you, but like, I do want you to be better. I want to see you grow. I want to see you improve. And even if I don't know everything, I know how to motivate. I know how to inspire. And one thing that I love about you, Paige, is that your branding is so clear and it comes out so effortlessly in the way that you speak. And it feels very Aries of like, in your bio, you have, I work with badasses and you're so unapologetic and just so true to your essence. Do you feel like, were you always able to be that clear in your sense of self or how, what was your journey to discover like the badass that is Paige? Oh, thank you so much. I love that feedback. It took a while to get to a place to say even badass in my slogan Uh, giving myself permission. Um, you know, I did hire, I hired coaches. So my Mm -hmm. business is now three years old. So obviously during that time, I, I hired my own business coaches to help and 
support me and guide me because I don't know what I'm doing. Um, so it did take a minute to just even say, no, I actually do coach badasses because if I'm a badass, why wouldn't I want to work with fellow badasses? That's, that's what I was trying to like do this whole time. And when you're an entrepreneur and you're trying to niche down and I'm life coach, you know, I was career coaching first and now it's life coaching. Mm So that just as a business perspective, it was a journey to even land where I am now. And I'm so excited as I continue to grow and gain confidence and do my own thing, how I'm excited for like what my business is going to grow and look like who else I'm going to help. Right. So, um, but in terms of like the badass that is Paige, I mean, I can't say that my whole life, I nailed that word. Yeah. I think I've always known I'm unique and different from the others in the way that I am an old soul. Yeah. So that I was either born in the wrong time or I guess when people say that they're like empaths or, you know, that I can immediately, I can't like read or I I can't like see aura or colors or I'm not a psychic in that capacity, but there is, if anyone I talk to other whether that's on the phone at a party I just immediately know right right away like what the vibe is I just feel like I already fucking know them or know what's going on without them having to do anything so I think in that like way I knew I was different and then it kind of transitioned into badass when I started to speak up for myself and mm-hmm. to challenge my people pleasing and my perfectionism. It wasn't really until then, which when you start a business, you're under the microscope on yourself, just like you were saying with Aries, like we're hard on ourselves, oh, yeah. um, competitive with ourselves. I don't really have a competitive bone in my body, to be honest with you, but with myself, yeah, definitely. So I think it wasn't until I dropped those narratives of beating myself up yeah. that you know, all those limiting beliefs and self-doubt and imposter syndrome shit. When I started to work on that shadow work, then I turned a new leaf and was like, no, I actually am my own cheerleader. Mm-hmm. I'm on my own team. And if I'm going to coach and I want to be a leader and a role model, we got to step into that. And I'm 32. So there's also just with age, yeah. just not giving a shit anymore. So oh. And there's so much to be said about coming out on the other side of that Saturn return and going through these really deep transformative experiences that test you. And you already like, I have the luxury of like knowing your chart, the privilege of knowing your chart. And you are like one of the most Capricorn clients I have ever (laughs) worked with. And some listeners are like listening to this episode. I've read their charts too. And I've said like, oh man, you are Capricorn. Well, listen, I have yet to meet anyone who beats the Capricorn in pages chart. Oh my Um, God. For real, like you are such a Capricorn and it is, it's about like that, that improvement. It's about climbing the mountain. It's about doing the hard work and not shirking from it, but it's also about facing those perceived fears and those perceived limitations and realizing that you can move beyond them. And Paige, I connected with you. It was like, it was like in the pandemic, like we were in the thick of it and I've watched you from the outside, like go through so many incredible experiences. Like, um, I believe it started like when I first found your account, you were 
ending a relationship, you've moved to different states, you're getting ready for another move, which do you want to tell folks, because we were talking about this a little bit before, but by the time everyone's listening to this episode, by the time it's airing, you will be somewhere totally different. So tell us a little bit about that Sagittarian need for travel and expansion and how that is manifested in your life. Oh my God. Yes. And to be honest, it was only this past couple years that mm-hmm. I learned what the big three was. Yeah. So once even I had the knowledge of Aries moon and Sag rising, that also changed my life. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in step and I was able to step into the other parts of me versus <clears throat> just Capricorn shit, yeah. which is a lot. So yes, speaking of Sag, um, I really resonate with that a lot and I feel saggy or at least fiery lately um, in terms of that unapologetic passion. Um, Mm -hmm. So with that, travel has always been a passion of mine. I just haven't had the time or resources, Um, but now it's like there's no fucking excuse. Mm -hmm. So I grew up in Colorado and then I decided to move to California. So this past year I've been in Laguna beach and enjoying that and loving it, but being very intentional, this is just something to explore and finally be an independent woman in my thirties single. Let's try it. Let's have fun. Mm-hmm. And now I created the way, the the path of being remote and digital nomad and being flexible with where I'm going to live. So I decided to buy a one-way ticket to London and I'm going basically abroad. I use that very vaguely, but I'll be Mm -hmm. abroad in Western Europe for six months. So I'm super stoked because I've always wanted to travel to Germany and Ireland and all of these different countries. And so now is the time I have, you know, I'm working for myself. I'm also a resume writer as well. So Mm -hmm. I have the tools and resources and now I have the confidence to actually fucking do it. So I want to get out of my comfort zone. I want to learn about different cultures. I want to meet different people. There's just so much world to fucking see. And I'm in no way ready to settle down marriage kids house like that's not really my style so let's fucking send it and travel abroad my Capricorn self is being very challenged without the plan and the like yeah I mean I have some plans yeah and I'm organized but like the Sag part of like let's fucking send it like that's what I'm championing and the thing is, is that like, I'm, I'm thinking of like eat, pray, love, like you're starting yes. on a journey that so many of us read about in books or we watch on shows. And we always think like, oh man, I would love, I mean, you said buy a one-way ticket and folks are just listening to the audio. So they didn't see like my face just immediately like smile and beam because that's like, and, and actually I've been pulling my Instagram following and so many people are like, yeah, like if, if I could do anything, it would be teleport to a new location every day for work. And I would just want to explore the world. And even though so many of us want that or desire it or fantasize about it, there's a belief that it's out of reach, that it's inaccessible. 
when the reality is that it's a choice, right? It's a choice that really anyone can make. And the limitations are the perceived boundaries that we have in place that maybe we allow to continue to inhibit these choices. And so I love that you said, now I have the confidence to do it because that's really the key, isn't it? It's just the belief in yourself that you're worth it, that you can do it and that you'll figure it out. I'm curious, Paige, like I'm sure that I have a ton of like badasses listening to the podcast episode, whether they are confident in calling themselves that or not, that are just thinking like, I want to do that. I would love to do that. Paige, how did you do that? Because I want that for myself. What would you say to these listeners that are like, I, I want that, but I don't know how I don't have that confidence. Like, how can I do that? That's a great question. And it's not like you need confidence in order to reach and achieve your goals. It's knowing it's, it's more about worthiness and Mm. your values. So if you value connection, authenticity, creativity, adventure, right? Like values are your North star. So are you in alignment with that? That's what I would ask first. Confidence is kind of like by default. That's kind of like the byproduct of what happens. Mm. So first being in touch with, am I waking up every day with intention of aligning myself with my values? Am I waking up with knowing my purpose? And even if you don't know your purpose, are you curious to find out what it is? Yeah. And so and just what you're passionate about too, right? So for me, confidence is going to continue to be a journey. It's going to, you know, there's going to be levels where I'm super fucking confident. And then there's days where I just crawl up in a little ball and I want to die. But moving forward to that, like if you want, for example, like you were saying, if you want to travel, but you don't know how, or you don't, I made it very, I made a very intentional decision that I am worth exploring my values. I am worth, I'm worth having fun, like, like giving myself permission to have fun is also a huge thing. Like we don't even allow ourselves to fully like go for it so yeah there's like doubts of like oh like I'm not confident to do but it's like can you can we just have fun for a minute you know what I mean yeah oh man I'm hearing this is again it's so fun for me because I've seen your chart I'm just like girl you're doing it and I want to I want to say something that you mentioned earlier again but I, I felt like it was so important that in case anyone missed it I want to rephrase this and I'm probably going to like I don't know print it on a t-shirt or something because this was this really stood out to me you said I'm going to paraphrase but you said confidence is a byproduct of living in alignment with your values mm-hmm. like holy shit mic drop there <laughs> the most important piece of wisdom that I think I've heard all year. Confidence is a byproduct of living in alignment with your values. And when you give yourself permission to be curious about and to explore and to have fun with that curiosity of, you know, what are my values? What are those things that are important to me? And how does that give me a sense of my purpose? Then you'll get like closer to it. And it's, I love that you also said it's, it's not like 
you know, now I'm confident. It's something that you're always going to be exploring and kind of working towards. Yeah. I love that. Thanks for paraphrasing. And yeah. no, that was, so um, I think, and like I said, to be really intentional with your goals. So like, I always knew since I was a kid, watching movies, reading books, magazines, like mm. since I was a child there, I've had bucket lists. Mm. When I learned the word bucket list, I just started fucking going. Maybe that's Capricorn shit, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yes. We're just going to have a goal and I'm going to go get it. Yeah. Yeah. So like I, I, and I'm a very visual person. Like yeah. I could, I'm a daydreamer. Like I can close my eyes and see myself really in any situation, any scenario, which yeah. is I think really helpful for manifesting. But I, I said, I created this, I'm basically telling the universe I'm doing this. You better keep like catch up versus, yeah. oh, please, oh, please make this happen. Um, so I, I, I mean, I didn't purposely, you know, break up with my partner to do this, it yeah. just, you know, time and everything happened. However, I don't have a committed relationship. So being single allows me to really have that flexibility. Mm -hmm. I have a remote job, so that helps. <laughs> I yeah, do yeah. not have a car, so that helps an extra stress. Mm -hmm. I don't own any property, so that also makes me more free. Yeah. Um, so again, like I purposely looked at all the pillars of my life and just made these adjustments of how can I feel more free? How can I feel more autonomous? Mm. And that's that those are my values, right? So yes. think again, go back to that wellness wheel of yours and go back to the goal and just look at what you're currently doing in your life. And then also asking, like, I had a friend um, ask me before I moved to California um, where I really did not know anybody, maybe yeah. like one or two people, but I was like, fuck it, I'm going. Um, I Before I moved, someone asked me, Paige, like, what is your, like, plan for friends? Mm. What is your plan for X, Y, Z, like for all of these things in the mm -hmm. pillar wheel? And mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, shit, I don't know. It's like, how are your current relationships now? Because when you move somewhere else, yes, you're going to meet new people, but like, what about the friends in Colorado? Like, is that sustainable enough for you? So again, yeah. it's like getting you to think beyond just the goal, but like what your current life situation is. And I mean, you take yourself with you no matter where you go. It's not like I'm going to travel mm -hmm. and all my problems are going to go away. I'm going to be so fucking confident. No, I'm still going to have insecurities. I'm still yeah. bringing all of me to London, to Berlin, to wherever. So yeah. remembering that I am my own home. So I got to take care of myself, mind, body, spirit, all the things. Yes. And then, you know, have that sense of rooted groundedness so that I can up and travel and go. Absolutely. You mentioned like the wellness wheel, and this is something that, you know, for me, I've Similarly, like I had like a psychology background and a counseling background. And even with all of that, I, I was so briefly exposed to the concept that wellness has multiple pillars or mm. um, like, you know, segments of a pie chart or something like that. And I've recently been talking with another like life and business coach who has taught me more about that as well and has shared with the corporate coven. And I think that's so 
brilliant and something that I think I would love to like hear more and learn more about in my master's program we talked a lot about how because I was career specific about how there used to be a belief that you know you leave your life at the door when you get to work and you only do work and that's so untrue you really do take every part of yourself everywhere you go and when you get home maybe you leave work at the door if we're good with boundaries you know when you're out having you know friends maybe you leave like you know other places at the door but when you no matter where you are, you have every facet of yourself and tuning into those pillars. I know for me also like very Capricorn, but not near to the extent, but it is easy to kind of get like tunnel vision or to hyper-focus sometimes on the ambitious part of our lives and therefore neglect other really important pieces of me, of myself. Is that something that you find a lot with your clients as well? Like how how does that show up with not just yourself, but like how you work with people? Yes. I love that you brought that up. So yeah, I think I've started my business with career coaching and I called myself mm-hmm. a career fulfillment coach. Yeah. So at the time I believed I'm only going to help clients find a fulfilling job because uh-huh. it's a pandemic, right? We're all getting fired. So this is now a time in your life to change the game. but after doing that for a couple years, my own perception of career changed. Mm. So it didn't feel aligned anymore to tell my clients, you know, we're working towards fulfillment. And it's like, wait a minute, our lives, all these pillars, these categories of your life bleed into the next. Yes. So it's actually what I do now is I help you build a lifestyle that you wish to create. So it's more about, I want to build this kind of life. So what kind of career can fit that? That way I'm not just tunnel vision focused on career and all of these like goals that actually don't fucking matter. Maybe they're just like status quo bullshit. Um, because it's like, Oh, I want to have a lot of money. Okay. Why do you want a lot of money? So I can travel the world. You don't, I mean, yes, money will help you, but you can also just fucking travel the world. Like that's fine too. So yeah, I, I really, in my coaching, working one-on-one with me, that's like the first, first like session, um, Mm -hmm. is the pillars. That's what we do. We basically rank from like one to 10, where are you at? And my clients, you know, they may be like, from one to 10, 10 being like, I love this category. Like I'm good. It's, it's a, it's a green light, you know, like we're set. Like, so maybe that is career or maybe that is finances. They're like eights, nines, but their spirituality is a two or their love and relationships is a four. And so I also like make sure to say, you know, we don't have to just hyper-focus on the low numbers we can also focus on the hot, like what's going well, yes. right? I don't think coaching has to just be, oh, it's only the problem and I'm here to find your solution. No, it's like this balance, which I'm air quoting here, yeah. doesn't fucking exist. So if we're looking at a pie chart and you're looking at like a color wheel, so I always use this visual of like, because I have like a worksheet where uh-huh. there's a pie chart, all these slots, you're using a colored pencil 
and you're highlighting from zero to 10, you're filling up the pie. Mm. Um, and so it's like, okay, we got four out of 10 here, two out of 10 here, nine out of 10. So you're going to see your wellness wheel. It's like all, all kind of over, right? Because um. maybe we're sacrificing this thing in order for this thing to get achieved, but that's okay. Like that's your balance. Cause maybe you're legit with a two out of 10 in this area. Like you're actually like Gucci with that. Yeah. Cool. Then yeah. we don't have to touch it. Awesome. But look at other areas of your life beyond just like, oh, well, this is really low. Like this is just like a two out of 10. Like I need to work on it. Well, do you, do, is that a value? Do you want to work on that? Yeah. Um, or do you want to actually like make this seven and eight? So really working with them as it aligns with their goals. Oh man. Again, like the listeners can't see me, but I'm over here like snapping like, yes, yes. Because it's so, I mean, like just a thousand times. Yes. It's so true. Like, I think, I think it's an important perspective, especially because you have seen like this trend of like work-life balance, work-life balance. And there's a ton of, you know, promotional material and articles and content on socials and all this stuff about like balance and this belief that you need to be five stars across every area of your life or that, um, I, I mean, I love that you called out, like, you don't have to work on the area where you feel weak or where you feel like, you know, you had like the lowest score because maybe that's not important to you. And this is the entire thing with like strengths-based work, right? Is find what's going well. And then more of this, please. Cause that's where you're not only going to be able to find the most joy in the work that you do, but because you enjoy it and because you're good at it, you're going to be able to grow so much faster there as well. And the idea of harmony over balance, I think will change people's lives. The idea that like, maybe it's okay that, you know, I'm not as good at this area of my life because I don't need to be, that's not a big value of mine and it's not harming me, but how can I be even better at this thing over here? Cause that's what I really care about. Yes. Oh, I love, I love harmony. That's such, I'm so glad you said that because I've been working on personally, my harmony with God, with source, yeah. with energy is mm. harmony straight up. Like my communication, like how I talk to source, how I ground myself when I am feeling anxiety, especially like this big move of mine. Yes. I There's so much question marks and I could plan, I could super like Capricorn it out and like plan, plan, plan every fucking detail, yeah. but I don't like, I'm not going to do that. Like that make like, I just, I'm not. And so really trusting not only myself, my inner intuition, but mm-hmm. my outer authority, which is God's source and, you know, however yeah. you define it, but my, that's my spirituality that I've been in touch with is the word harmony that we are together in this. We are doing this, you know, God is on my team. This yeah. isn't a like, okay, figure it out. Like, I mean, yeah, I will figure it out, but I also trust that I am protected. And so yes. that's been a journey too of like, even in these really like scary unknown times and like, I'm super stoked, but I'm also super scared. I have to ground myself and remember the harmony with source. So I love that word harmony over balance. And I hate that too, when it's like work-life balance. Okay. You just made one pillar against all the other pillars, right? It's just only work and life. That's so fucking vague. And it's also like, I mean, I think that there's so much challenge in the idea that like life is binary, that there's only two. Right. And like, yeah, like 
work versus every other part of who you are. Yes. And it creates this immediate belief that work deserves to be super big. And like, I'm someone where like, I'm obsessed with work. I fucking love my job. I love my business. I love career. I love talking to people about work. Like that's where like, you know, I'm the corporate witch. I'm the cosmic career counselor and all this stuff because I'm obsessed with it. And still, and still with all of that, it is only one small part of my life. Yes. And it needs to, it's more like my career. And you mentioned this earlier, my career needs to support Mm -hmm. the rest of my life. It Mm -hmm. is not there to dominate the rest of my life. Right. And I was not, I was not taught who was taught that, you know what I mean? Well, and that's where, this is the cool thing about, I'm going to say like our generation, there's an entire group of people close to our age that have outer planets in the sign of Capricorn. We have Saturn, Neptune, and Uranus. Um, And then there are people like you, where you have almost every personal planet in that sign. Um, But we were born into this society where the consciousness, right? Like what was the, what was the belief? What were we born into around that time? That's what the outer planets represent, what was going on in the collective. And it was all about Capricorn things. It was about how do I fit into larger hierarchical systems, federal government, centralized banking, um, you know, I don't want to say universal healthcare, but like, you know, the, the idea that like one massive organization has the power and we all belong to it. And now that we've been through like our Saturn return and Pluto has been going through Capricorn since 2008 and it's retrograding back into Capricorn, like this month when we're recording, it's really going back and evaluating, like, wait a minute, we were born into this consciousness, but are we accepting it? Mm. We're here to bust that shit up. We're here to come in and say no. And I know mom and dad, that that's the world that you lived in. And that's the world that you raised me in, but that's not the way it has to be. And we're here to create a new paradigm and a new belief about it. And that's where like, I love connecting with other coaches and other counselors or other like spiritualists, whatever that is helping. And that's where, again, where like, I love your branding of like, I help badasses and you are such like a disruptor and someone who's like, fuck that. I'm just leaving it. Like, I don't want that. I don't want that for me. And I know that, you know, I work with people who don't want that for themselves either. Mm -hmm. And I just think that's such a power, like a powerful perspective that can't be said too much. It can't be over-communicated. We need it louder and we need it on billboards and coffee mugs and like everywhere. Right. I agree. And thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for pointing that out. And I remember when you and I chatted about my natal chart Mm -hmm. that growing up as a child, and just in Capricorn in general, but like you said, maybe you were really like, pre- like you really valued authority. Mm-hmm. You did what you were told. And that was the damn truth. Girl, I thought my little child self actually wanted to be in the military. Makes yeah. no fucking sense. But it's because I was like, I'm such a good rule follower. Maybe I should join the military. Like, I was a kid, like I, I just, and I, I was like, I like camouflage. So like, I like, camouflage. like I just was such a rule follower. And, but then yeah. there's the systemic of like people pleasing and perfect, like mm-hmm. all of that shit. However, it's just now seeing the other side where I'm like, no, fuck that I'm challenging you. I think that's, I just wanted to say from like a chart perspective of that growth of like, and like you said too, just from a generation 
Yeah. That's what we were taught. And, you know, my, my Capricorn mother telling mm-hmm. her about this abroad move, her anxiety is through the She's roof. Like, y'all. Don't do it. <laughs> right. She's a baby boomer cap. Okay. That's right. So, wow. So really that's funny. God I didn't know that. I, I also thought about joining the military and that's again, like this, like Capricorn Aries, like part in our chart, but like there was this belief that, and I, I've like come from like a long line of veterans. I have a lot of love for folks in the service, a lot of respect for that position. For me, it was like, I like following rules. I like achievement. And that seemed like one of the most yeah. prestigious right. things that you could do and that you would be elevated to this, you know, you would be looked at with honor yeah. and you would also, I mean, like the idea that they would pay for my school was honestly like so attractive to me. (laughs) And I thought about it even like, um, before I went and did my master's and even after my master's, when I was considering a PhD, like I'm, I have like a few more years to join if I want to. And then I ended up not choosing that path. So that's just funny. Like I just, I, that is like funny connection with the military, but we're both dancers, girl. Oh, yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. They do a lot of push-ups. Fuck this shit. I can't do it. I'm not physically fit. No upper body strength. No. I'm like, can I do a dance military? Like I'm very diligent with dance. I'm like, can I join some kind of strict ass dance program? I'll do that. Oh yeah. But so I was actually gonna that reminds me. I was um it was me because I follow you on like every social. So I don't remember if it was on TikTok or if it was on Instagram, but you posted a video of you dancing on the beach with like some headphones. And it made me think about like, oh, like all the fun that you're having and like things that you're doing before you move. So you're getting ready for this, another like big transition. You're going to be moving. You talked about how you're checking in on all the different pillars of wellness in your life and ways that you're preparing. What are some things that you have found yourself doing to support yourself as you prepare for this major move? Hmm. And they can be like, you know, oh, like I'm having to restate, think about like the earth things. I'm having to figure out finances or where I'm living, but also like the fire, the water, the air, like, how are you preparing for this major journey? Yeah. I mean, we're recording this at a very particular time. I know Mm -hmm. when it'll be released, I will finally be in the wild, but like, Mm -hmm. this is the prep. This is the, the, the earth is the earth is earthquaking girl right now. It's, <laughs> yeah, it <is. laughs> it's my, my, my world is being rocked because yes, I'm being, I'm channeling a lot of masculine energy. Um, my to-do lists are through the roof. So again, I'm super fucking grateful how organized I am. Yes. Like I can't imagine. So in addition to confidence, right. As a byproduct, I would suggest some organization would be also priority if you want to travel anyways. Um, so thank God for that. And then, but because of that, I think this, I I've been working on just spiritually, um, where can my feminine come into play? So I Mm -hmm. think that's like what you're speaking to of like the fire, and if actually you could remind me, please, yeah, my my chart, like it's because I'm sandwiched, right? I've got yep. Aries, Moon, Cap, Sun, Sag, Rising. Yep. You noticed there's literally a triangle of fire or some shit. So can you reframe for me or like refresh re- refresh me on that? Yeah, I'm trying to remember because I'm pretty sure you are a Jupiter and Leo kid, and okay. so Jupiter and Leo the Aries moon and then your Sagittarius 
rising Mm -hmm. are all really close by degree. Mm -hmm. And so you have this like dominance of earth with your Capricorn, but then the louder part is this fire trine, this really supportive, like fire element of wanting to like go out and explore and consume what you feel passionate about and chase what is inspiring to you, but you're able to hold it in this container of earth. Mm. That was it because you, when we chatted, it was, it was like, when you're passionate, like you will only do something if you're passionate about it. And once that fire is gone, you are bored. You are not going to do it anymore. And it's very, very true. Like it, and that's where like the guilt came in of like starting as a career coach and then feeling really guilty of like, wait, I don't, I don't want to do just career actually. Mm -hmm. Like I felt like guilty um because I was like wait a minute I I committed so much and same with obviously like you know switching from counseling to coaching to this like guilt of like is it okay to change it was such a passion but it's not any so I'm like honoring myself it's not Mm -hmm. passionate and I'm not passionate about it anymore and you know even with like um like sales in general which I hate however I get creative with what does selling even mean? And that's just, I'm only going to sell quote, sell something to someone. If I'm passionate about it, if there's a purpose, I'm not just going to like sell to sell. So I always share the story that when I was like in third grade, like eight years old, I was in girl scouts and I had to literally knock, we didn't have credit cards back then sitting Uh out at the grocery store, people, you literally had to go door to door. I I did that with my, you know, my dad would like drive me. I hated that so much of just knocking on the door as a little eight-year-old. Um, do do you want some cookies? It's okay. It's okay if you don't like, it's, it's cool. Like from then on, I knew I was like, okay, I'm not in sales. Fuck this. Like, so anyway, um, I think it's, yeah. So I guess going to your earlier question of like honoring what I'm passionate about, honoring who I really am. So I don't know how I'm doing it. I think while I'm still in California, like I want, it's so, it's such a bummer because it's May, gray, June gloom. So I haven't really seen the sun in a long time and sunshine is my everything. That's why I fucking moved out here. So I'm also feeling just kind of like, wait, what the fuck am I going to do? How can I still have fun? Um, So yeah, maybe just like taking more dance classes, going to concerts, you know, music, yoga, um, like I've been doing like breath work and sound baths. Mm. So I think more for me, channeling more that spiritual pillar to yeah. again ground myself for this move. I think those are the things that light me up. Another thing is um, anything that's related to human design is fascinating. Um, I'm a projector. So any information that's like really just, I love learning more about myself. Yes. And I do that by, you know, by seeing the other, um, that's what like a projector is. Cause I technically can't see myself. I see myself in the other. So mm. the more I learn and self-reflect, um, however that shows up for me, that's where my passion is. And that's where I get lit up. So to answer your question, uh, it's, <laughs> it's, there is no balance really. Um, but I do want to be mindful that I'm not just doing earth boring fucking things because that's not good for my mental health. Exactly. Well, and it's like stuff that will come probably just 
you can't help but do it. Earth is that physical mm -hmm. element where it's in your way and you have to actually move it to be able to, you know, move past it. But really tending to that inner fire, to that inner flame, and really tending to like Paige at her core, because everything else will just kind of like work itself out. And being mm -hmm. mindful that the external environment, I haven't heard that with California, but I, I guess that makes sense of like the May gray and the June gloom, knowing how important like the sun, the holy fire is in your life and that it just is not coming out right now. So like, where else can I stoke those flames? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right. Well, Paige, thank you so much for being on the episode. Again, listeners, by the time you are hearing this, Paige is going to be across seas so wish her well and we will definitely check in again what um can you just tell or I could tell the folks that literally on my chart is oh, like yeah. Pisces move or some shit literally cost the water like do you remember that yeah the um Pisces in the fourth and literally like moving overseas like and the, we talked about this in your chart the ocean is so important for you to like feel at home and being close to the water is so key for you. And so, so excited. Again, this is what I love is people are living their chart on accident. If you're ever like, am I living my purpose? Probably you are, but it's so helpful to connect with people that help affirm that and give you confidence because then you can make decisions from a place of inspired action instead of feeling like you're just fumbling through life, but everyone's always living their chart. You can't help but do it. Yes. I love when you pointed out, it was like, oh no, you literally, this is the time for you to move and yes. you are literally moving across seas. Like, <laughs> how fucking dope is that? That was just it's such good confirmation. Perfect. Yep. So, all right, Paige. Well, um, wish you well, definitely going to have you on the podcast again. Really excited to see what this move brings for you and everyone. If you want to follow along on Paige's journey, she's so good about like documenting. I watched her move from Colorado to California and it was so fun to see your journey and the things that you were doing to prepare. So I will link pages, socials in the show notes, 10 out of 10 would recommend, and we wish you the best. Thank you so much, girl. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the corporate coven podcast. I hope you enjoyed it and gained valuable insights into the world of personal and professional alchemy. If you want to stay updated on the latest episodes, be sure to subscribe to this podcast and turn on notifications. I'd also love to connect with you on social media, and you can visit my website, www.thatwitchfromwork.com to find other ways to connect and work with me. I'd love to hear your feedback and suggestions for future topics, so please let me know in the comments on this episode what you're interested in. Until next time, keep working your magic and casting spells of success in your career and life.